WSJU Radio, DJ Mad Max on the airways up here at St. John's University from the Borough of Queens. I'm a boss. What up, what up? We have a very, very special guest in the building here today. A legend from Pennsylvania. <laughs> Appreciate it. Jalo Beats. What's the deal? Holla at me. What's How you doing? On, baby? I'm good. I'm blessed. Welcome to St. John's University, man. Oh, man. Thanks for having me. Have man. you ever been here before? Never. Never? Never. My first time. Yeah. Yep, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, how long are you went from New York for? Um, I'm actually leaving in a few hours, but I was uh, out here just working. I had stopped at the Rock Nation office um, yeah. yesterday and had a um, session, worked on some heat. Yeah, you know, got some more hits coming out for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, what was it like growing up in Pennsylvania? You grew up in Chester. Yeah, I'm from Chester, PA. So you know. It's uh, you know, it was it was pretty rough out there, but mm-hmm. you know, I kind of like um, used music as a uh, vessel to get out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it made me everything I am today. Mm-hmm. And what at what age did you start producing? Um, at ten years old. 10. So my pop is a um, music producer too. So he was in a band, right? Yeah, he was yeah. in a band. He had his own band, and um, he played the um, electric guitar, and uh, you know, he just you know. He, um, in the '80s, he got into um, the drum machine. Yeah. Um, you know, he had a Commodore 64. Yeah. So he was like hip on the tech early, and um, you know, I was born into it. You know, what I mean, I did my first demo. I was like three. My <laughs> first little rap. He had a uh, home studio, so mm-hmm. he used to always re- um, record me and my six brothers, and just you know. Yeah. You know, he was grooming me for a minute. Mm-hmm. And what? At what age was this? Um, what, like just yeah, when, working on raps yeah, and stuff, my brother? Yeah. Um, for years, you know what I yeah. mean? Leading up until um I was about ten and he introduced me to this program called uh Fruity Loops at the time. Okay. And they changed the name to F L Studio. But uh that changed my life and then I, I just um got addicted to it and uh been making music ever since. Mm-hmm. Making hits. It's more like it. <laughs> <laughs> so how about you get into meeting Meek Mill? How did that come about? Yeah, I met Meek on MySpace like around 2008, 2008. Um, I had just came home from um, college, and uh, I reached out to him on uh, on MySpace. And was, I was just bigging him up, and he heard some beats on my MySpace page, and he was like, yo, send me some records. So I sent him three beats, and one of them was this record called Hottest in the City. And uh, ended up being the name of his mixtape, Flamers 2, Hottest in the City. And then he ended up getting locked up um, a couple months later. And, um, you know, he would just call me from jail. Mm. And, he's, you know, he was there for, I think, about eight, nine months. And he was just like, yo, when I get out, we just going to get in the studio. And we're going to, you know, we're going to grind. And I was I was all for it. So when he got out, um, we was in the studio from like 12 to 12. Um, that was the only thing he could do. 
was just good. They, they let him go to the studio, yeah. so we just record like crazy. And you made a lot of tracks for Meek Mills, we all know. Yeah. Amen. Burn. Yeah, we got almost, yeah. you know, almost a few hundred. Yeah, we got a, you got a lot, a lot of great ones. What are you, some of your personal favorites? Um, I think, uh, I, I mean, you know, I think I'm a boss would be the, the my favorite because of how it all um, unfolded. You know what I mean? We did that record before he signed with Ross. And um, he had, Ross had did a verse for uh, a record that we had did called uh, Rose, Rose Red. He did a um eight bar verse for the remix, and um you know when I was telling Meek to send I'm a boss to Ross, um he was like yeah if he uh if he um you know jump on this joint, I'm gonna just sign with him because I think Ross had reached out to him to um like sign him, like maybe a couple months before, and uh you know he sent it to Ross, Ross just hopped on it like ASAP, and then he was like all right I'm rocking with him if you rocking with me like this, and this was when Ross was like. On Superfire, um, I think he was like fresh off of like BMF and MC oh, Hammer yeah. and all that, so he was on a crazy run. So you know, that's how all that kind of like came together. What's but, What's Meek like in the studio? I mean, with me and Meek, it's just like you know, I, so, you know, most of the time I just you know create stuff that he that he like. You know what I mean? I know his style, I know his bounce, and we get in and we just work. And sometimes you know I might want to just you know break out my equipment and just make something on the spot. But, you know, Meek don't write, you know what I mean? So as soon as I just turn something on, he just right in. He in the zone. He's easy to work with, though. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think he feel the same way about me, you know what I mean? Yeah. We've been working together for a long time, mm-hmm. about maybe like 10 years. Yeah. Probably longer than that. Yeah. As we all know, when we do hear some of your beats, most of them we hear Jello beats, holla at me. How did that come about? Yeah. That tag. Um, so I got tired of um well, when I was on the local scene, I got tired of rappers not shouting me out. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make a um like a tag so people can recognize my tracks, you know what I mean? And um one night I was in the studio with um a good friend of mine and her daughter was uh you know, we was talking and I had her daughter on the mic and uh it just came out. You know, she was rapping and then I, we just played it back and I heard it and I thought it was kinda like dope. Yeah. So that's how it, it came about. Yeah. And it's stuck yeah. ever since. Yeah. And it, she's like my niece, so, you know. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's how the ca- uh, the tag came about. And I just started using it. And then, like, people started to love it. And it sounded like Jungle Beats. It's hilarious. Yeah. But the kids love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just getting the kids' reaction from it is, you know, very important to me. Mm. What's your view on how music production has changed over the years, especially in hip-hop? Um, I think it's a great thing. We, I mean, that's what it's all about. Ele- I mean, you know, e- you know, evolution. You know what I mean? You got to evolve. And, you know, I love to kind of like, you know, adapt to the times and kind of mm-hmm. throw my twist in it. And, you know, nowadays with social media and just, you know, the Internet, everything changes so quick. So, you know. Yeah. But I, I love, I mean, I think the production nowadays is a lot more advanced. Than it was. I mean, it's whatever your preference is. But for me, I think it's a lot more advanced with technology and just um, access to different sounds and sound libraries. So yeah, for sure. How do you feel about the drill sound that's going on in New York City? I think it's dope. You know what I mean? I think it's. uh, I don't know how long it's going to last, but I think that is a dope um, sound. I know it's um, it's inspired by uh, the UK because I was out in London 
last year, last February, and that sound was ringing off like crazy, for sure. Yeah. But um, I mean, you know, it's a wave right now. Yeah. It's definitely a wave. Everyone's getting on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's how it Pop is. Smoke made it big. Yeah, but well, you know that's how it goes. You yeah. know what I mean? That's you know uh, when um, Just Blaze and Kanye West was doing the soul samples. In um, early 2000s, that's when everybody, the sped up soul set, that's when everybody jumped on that wave, you know what I mean? Mm. It's just how it go. Yeah. And I know over the years you've tended to move away from sampling. For those that don't know, why did you make that decision? Because I was tired of, um, you know, not getting enough publishing, you know what I mean? The sample, um, you know, they can charge, um, the artists that you sample from, they can charge whatever you, whatever they want, you know what I mean? Um and, you know, when I did Amen for Meek and Drake, um, we got hit hard on the publishing side. Mm-hmm. And that song generated, you know, well over a million dollars. I mean, we got paid, but it could have been a lot more than what it was. And then after that, I was just like, no, nah, it's over. Yeah. I'm not really sampling like that anymore. Because you could have made more than you did. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You always want to, I mean... That's my advice to people. You know, you want to obtain at least 50% of the record. Yeah. I've talked to a lot of producers, especially around here at the station and in in the music industry, and they feel as creativity has gone away. They feel as though people just take a sample and not chop it up and they just throw trap drums on it. I mean, I don't I don't feel that way cuz it's always about how you you um kind of spin it. Mm-hmm. Um, in your own way. I mean, if you look at dudes like DJ Premier or Pete Rock, Ghost. these guys sample, you know, James Brown's records and stuff like that yeah. and drum loops and loops and things like that and um, you know, it's it's always been around, so you know, it's that's a part of the culture. Yeah. It's never gonna go away. Hmm. You know what I mean? Who were some of your favorite producers growing up? Um, I would say uh Pharrell, um the the Neptunes, um Swiss Beats. Timbaland, Manny Fresh for sure, uh, Dr. Dre, Jermaine Dupri, um, Kanye, Just Blaze. They were like my favorite guys mm-hmm. coming up. Yeah, all legends that you just yeah. mentioned. And I want to get into you producing for the game. Yeah. That was a crazy track, Standing on yeah. Ferraris. Yeah, featuring Diddy. Yeah. yeah. That was a hard joint. I like that. I sampled for that joint. That was um, Screaming Jay Hawkins. Yeah. I put a spell on you. Yeah. Uh Kicking the door, kicking the door yeah. after life, primo did that. Off of life kick, after death, kicking the door, yeah. yeah. So you know, I just wanted to um, bring that real hip hop feel back, but just something like modern with the trap drums. I wouldn't even call it trap drums because, like, I mean, if you look at East Coast hip hop, um, a lot of these dudes started with the eight hundred eight machine and stuff like yeah. that, using eight hundred eight drums and stuff like that. So you know, all like elements of um, old hip hop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just in my way. Were you in the studio when this track was being made and the game was rapping over it? No, nah, I wasn't. I think I was. I might have been out of the country when they, when he did this record. Yeah, and uh, I think I was. And um, I think Wack One Hundred sent my manager the uh, record, and then mm-hmm. I heard it. But I heard the record before Puff got on it, and then they got Puff on it, and, and I was I was going crazy over yeah. it. You know what <laughs> I mean? Because um, Diddy is another. Uh, inspirational producer yeah. to me, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. probably probably my favorite, for sure. Diddy's your favorite producer? Yeah. yeah, the way he put these hit records together, you know what I mean? He might not have been 
um, creating the music, but he was like, you know, like a Quincy Jones, you know what I mean? Yeah. For sure. He had more of a vision. Yeah, he's a visionary, yeah. you know what I mean? And I, I respect that. Mm-hmm. What are some of your P, favorite P. Diddy tracks? Um, Benjamin's. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a bunch of Victory. Yeah. Uh, been Around the World. Yeah. Oh, with Mace. Yeah. You know, Mace was my favorite, first favorite rapper growing yeah. up yeah. when I was a kid. Harlem World. Yeah, it's a classic, for sure. People don't know that he was with Cameron and even mm-hmm. Big L with Children of the Corn right. back in the day. Mm-hmm. Murder Mace. Classic, yeah, Murder Mace. For sure. We need some new Murder Mace. The last thing I released, I believe, what was it, the diss track towards Cameron? Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. Put some music out, Mace. We, we want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how about we take a quick break and we play Standing Out Ferraris, which we were just talking about. Let's get it. Let's get into it, as you all know, the documentary, too. Yeah. Keep it locked, 1147 a.m. Jalo Beats. Shot, stabbed, left for dead. Walked through every hood in LA. Bandana on my head. Guarantee that shit was red. Machetes and them choppers out. Bitches with they knock us out. I didn't fuck them all. That's why I'm standing on Ferraris, nigga. From the corner playing lookout to kitchen cookouts. Yeah, that's why I'm standing on Ferraris, nigga. In the 6465, too big for a Bugatti. That's why I'm standing on Ferraris, Ran nigga. the West for a decade, nigga. Check the bio. Yeah, you Cincinnati fitters like I get it in Ohio. Autographs on the vine and made the lamp albino. Straight away in the race. That's a Peyton Manning spiral. You looking at your idol. Jesus wrote the Bible. Huh? Jesus. That's my Nike town rival. Dead nigga try me now. Like why me now? Looking for red Octobers, I will tie him down. Stay lace, spit nothing but bass. Yeah, all my shit bump like Craig Mac face. Ah, ah, Ask your favorite bitch how my dick tastes. Ask your neighbor's bitch how my dick tastes. Don't take orders, I dictate. Get your shit straight, dick face. Perpetual rollies with the big face. I got him loving the movement. Beard so long, I'm feeling like Rick Rubin. I've been shot, stabbed, left for dead. Walked through every hood in L.A. Bandana on my head. Guarantee that shit was red. Machetes and them choppers out. Bitches what they knock us out. I done fucked them all. That's why I'm standing on Ferraris, nigga. From the corner playing lookout to kitchen cookouts. Yeah, that's why I'm standing on Ferraris, nigga. In the 6465, too big for a Bugatti. That's why I'm standing on Ferraris, nigga. Top floor to Biltmore. Say they want the wall shit. That's what I'm built for. Lounging Miami with the eye candy Bitches named Sandy and Bambi My exes can't stand me God Bless the nigga with more swag than trigger More hoes than trigger Trigger note That's my nigga though Figure four down Figaro Rick Flair Phantom All red flannel Niggas don't hit me though Spit on models on Kelly piss on the centerfold Ever since Doc showed me a billion in the envelope Love Jimmy fucking the scope I'm a Don Walk outside naked Cuban cigar And Louboutins Huh? Shit on my lawn, snakes in the grass. I hear them slithering and hissing whenever I pass. Riding with something French, Chloe Kardash. 200 on the dash, that's your ass. I've been shot, stabbed, left for dead. Walked through every hood in L.A., bandana on my head. Guarantee that shit was red. Machetes and them choppers out. Bitches what they knock us out. I done fucked them all, that's why I'm standing on Ferraris, nigga. From the corner playing lookout to kitchen cookouts. Yeah, that's why I'm standing on Ferraris, nigga. In the 6'4", 6'5", too big for a Bugatti. That's why I'm standing on Ferraris, nigga. Hey, this nigga game bought me a motherfucking red Ferrari for my birthday, nigga. Put that on viral. Told me I was honorary. Put that on viral. I said, nigga, I'm whatever with this motherfucking red Ferrari, nigga. 
game, give out red Ferraris for no reason. It was just a Tuesday. A motherfucking Tuesday. Yeah. Nigga said, happy Tuesday, pup. Now that nigga wanna stand on my Ferrari every day. Now that nigga wanna stand on my motherfucking Ferrari all the time. Standing up Ferraris featuring Diddy by the game produced by Jalo Beats, yeah, who's yeah. here in the booth with me. I'm here. On WSJU Radio, as you all know. So what was your reaction when the track was finalized? Um, it was crazy, you know what I mean? Um, and then, like I said, I um, I had heard it before uh, Puff jumped on it. Yeah. And then I heard it when Puff was on there, so I was like real geek because, you know, Puff is um, definitely a big inspiration of mine. And, um, you know, I was blessed enough to collaborate with him a few times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, it just, he just uh, tapped into Biggie, yeah. like, even with his flow. So, you know, um, Kicking the Door was definitely one of my favorite tracks off of my favorite rap album. Life After Death? Yeah, yeah for that's sure. That's your favorite one? It's a flawless album, double yeah. album. Yeah. Nobody, I, I don't know. Yeah. I think that we, we might not live to see somebody um, or hear somebody make a double album yeah. as great as that. That, that I mean? brings me to my next question. Do you ever see anyone ever making a double album again? Um, I know Drake just did with Scorpion. Yeah. Um, and it was a good album, but, you know, like, it's it's tough to get that flawless, you know, um, classic yeah. double album, like Life After Death. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I mean, Drake album, that was a great album. Even, like, Jay's uh, Blueprint 2 was a great album, but yeah. it's just, you know, like you know, it's it's tough to 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 have you know, you know all perfect songs on on an album, and yeah. then you know, with the uh, right su- sequence, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And you know, Puff and Big tapped in and, and, and created a masterpiece with that, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, and we were talking before that a great inspiration for you, and you also got to work with him many times at Swiss Beats. Yeah, Swiss. Oh yeah, that's that's definitely my biggest. Uh, um, inspiration as far as my style mm-hmm. of music and you know my style of beat making uh i came up off of um the rough riders uh rockefeller era um my older brothers used to listen to um swiss a lot and listen to x x and Hole was their favorite artist so i grew up listening to them mm-hmm. in the locks too you know what i mean so um honestly swiss was the first uh, producer I ever, I've ever paid attention to, you know what I mean? I never really paid attention to, until, um, producers until my brothers was just read, you know, they would read the credits and like, yo, Swiss Beats is a monster, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, it inspired me to want to make music, yeah. you know what I mean? For sure. Get into your experience working with him because you did have the privilege of yeah, working with him. Yeah, I got to times. work with him on a, um, I'm a Boss remix, uh, yeah. a couple other joints. One of the joints that I really, um, um, appreciate it was uh, a joint I did with Nori. It was a uh, band from TV too, or it was called uh, Faces, Faces of Death. Death. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Swiss jumped on that joint uh, with Raekwon and Busta Rhymes, and you know me just being a hip hop head, it was just I was just geeked out, man. Yeah. It was crazy, you know what I mean? Just hearing my favorite producer on that record was crazy, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, and then I, I got to meet Swiss a few times, and uh, I met him maybe like. The last time I, uh, I talked to him was, uh, I think, two years ago at the Rock Nation brunch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he was just showing mad love. You yeah. know what I mean? We flicked it up, and it was all love. Yeah. So, as you just mentioned, the Rock Nation brunch, how did it feel to get signed to Rock Nation? 
Oh, it was surreal, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I thought it was a joke at first. Uh, um, an intern from Rock Nation was reaching out to me on uh, Twitter, and I didn't think it was real. I know I was in a bitten world with about probably like close to 10 labels at the time when I'm a boss was ringing off. So everybody was hollering at me, but I never was. I, I never thought that, you know, Jay and them would try to reach out. You know what I mean? And um, it was this kid named Malik, and he, he was like, just, he was really adamant about getting me up to the uh, office. He was, like, on my top. So one day I just gave in and I um, responded to his... Um, he was, like, tweeting me, and then I followed him, and then he DM'd me, and then I responded to it, and he gave me the uh, address of the office. <clears throat> and me and my partner, dude, we went up there. And um, funny story, I went up there, and um, they had an A&R there. I'm not going to say his name, but... Um, he didn't understand what was going on, so they put me in there with the wrong A and R, and he was just like, "Uh, yeah, just play me some beats." So I'm <laughs> like, "Okay, I'm here to play beats, or am I here for a meeting?" Yeah. So I came there and I played some beats, and he's like off to the side talking to his mans and stuff, not paying me no mind. And I'm like, on the way back, I'm telling my uh my partner like, "Yo, I'm never coming back out here ever again. It's a wrap." You know what I mean? <laughs> So the next day, he was, like, uh, calling me and just, like, blowing me up. Like, yo, we had the wrong A&R there. Um, you were supposed to meet with Tata, set it uh. up, blase, blase. And I ignored him. But I guess he gave my number to uh, Jay's close homie, Emery. Mm. And uh, Emery um, was just, he had hit me up and was like, yo, I'm chilling with Jay right now. And, um, you know, we want you on the team. And, uh you know, I'm a boss. This is his favorite record right now. And, uh, you know, come up to the office, blase, blase. So that got me back to the office. I came and uh, met with uh, Tata. And, um, you know, he was like, yo, we, you got to run with us. You know what I'm saying? And the funny thing about that is I, I had two meetings that day. And I went to Sony, but their their offices at the time was right across from each other, oh. across the hall. So he got whiffed. Like, before I got back, before I drove home, he got whiff of uh, me taking the Sony meeting right before that. So yeah. he was like, yo, you need to fire your manager. This, he was hot. <laughs> Tata was hot. And he was like, yo, if you run with us, I'll make sure you get 10 times what you'll get over there. And, uh, you know, I ultimately went with them, and, you know, they held up their end of the bargain. Yeah. And, you know, the rest is history. Yeah. But um, the signing day, I got to meet Jay for the first time. And, um, you know, uh he was just, you know, he was excited, you know what I mean? And he was just like, yo, don't let this be your last toast, man. Let's let's get it, you yeah. know what I mean? And the rest is history, mm -hmm. for sure. For sure, as you just said. Now, how about we get into you producing for Lil Wayne's new album, yeah. Funeral? Yeah, shout out to Mac Main. So, um, you know, I always I had a relationship with Young Money for, like, probably, like, close to 10 years, Um People used to think I was with Young Money because I did so many records with them. Um, you know, I started off working with, uh, I did Willy Wonka for Wayne yeah. and Gutter for the uh, I Am Not a Human Being um, album. And then um, I did uh, Mad Records for, I did Jay Mills and Chris Brown, um, Green Goblin, yeah. um, G-ish uh, for Tiger and Chris Brown. Yeah. I was just working like heavy with with Young Money, so I always had that relationship with Mac and them. And uh, you know, I just jumped back in with Mac and just was working on some records. And I would go out to Miami um, the past couple months, and um, you know, he was just like, "Yeah, I need something for tune." Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I got in and we did that record, and you know, 
we did a couple records. Actually, I, I'm trying to snatch one for my album. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so we did a couple, but I think it's going to probably be on a Young Money album that they're doing. They, they're doing another uh, Young Money compilation. Oh, so, yeah? Yeah. So, you know, definitely got some more records with uh, Lil Wayne, though. Yeah, that's going to be fire. For sure. Now, how about we take a quick break and we play the track that you produced for Lil Wayne? No doubt. Let's Off get it. Off a funeral. Let's get it. Clap for him. Yes, you already know what it is when you hear it. Mad Max, WSAU Radio, Jello Beats. Yes, us. Back on WSJU Radio with the one and only Jello Beats. Yeah, yeah. Rock Nation Zone. Yes, sir. Pennsylvania Zone. Chester. Yes. We here. Platform. Little Wayne, you just heard it, which he produced yeah. off his newest album. Yeah, just touched on Billboard charts, you know what I mean? What's What's he like <laughs> in the studio? Wayne? Yeah. He's chill, man. You know what I mean? He's yeah. chill, man. He's in the zone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Put something in the air, you know. Yeah. <laughs> He's crazy. He's the GOAT to me. Yeah? Yeah, it's my favorite rapper, for sure. Favorite rap? What's your favorite Lil Wayne album? Uh, The Carter 2. The Carter, okay. Yeah, me and, my, me and my people was just talking about Me and my friend was just talking about that. Like, which one is better, The Carter 1, Carter 2, or The Carter 3? Mm-hmm. I think that The Carter um 2 is like when he, like, you know, like really found himself. Like, I think he found his sound. Um, Carter won, but I think that he just, you know, all right, I'm Lil Wayne. You know what I mean? Yeah. Carter 2. And then Carter 3, that's when he became a superstar. Yeah. You know what I mean? You had but all the classics I think, on there, too. I think, I mean, Wayne, to, to me, I think I think he's the greatest because of 
just, you know, making that transition from being a kid rapper that didn't cuss to being, you know, a respected lyricist to being one of the greatest, to being one of the greatest CEOs and having one of the best runs. I mean, I just think that he's, like, great. And, I mean, anything, like, if you look for, you know, a strength in any artist or rapper, I think he has everything, you know what I mean? I mean, you look at Biggie Smalls, I mean, he had everything, you know what I'm saying? Delivery, the voice. um, The flow. The charisma, all that, the flow. I think Wayne got the same thing, you know what I mean? And then the influence. I always tell people, like, he's like Alan Iverson with rings, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, he uh, changed the whole generation. So he has all these things. Yeah. And then to be an icon and still be able to go number one and still be a young dude, too, you know what I mean? Yeah. Dude ain't even 40 yet, so it's incredible. You know, so. He's insane. He is. He's he's one of a kind, and I've seen... Oh yeah, he's a genius. <laughs> he tough. is, and I've seen videos of just him in the studio. He doesn't even write anything down. He just goes nope. off the beat. Nope. And it's, I mean, like I said, I seen, I seen a few rappers do that. I mean, uh, artists. I seen Chris Brown get in the studio when we working on when we were working on Fan of a Fan. This dude did not write nothing. That was in, that was crazy. And then I seen Meek do the same thing, not write anything. Mm-hmm. And you know. I mean, I can't even memorize. I can't memorize nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's a special gift you got to have to be able to memorize your lyrics and just go in the yeah. booth and just put it down like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, And I'm a huge critic on lyrics, so I definitely respect the guys who do it, especially in this day sure. and age, because we went through a bad period, I'd say, what, 2015, 2016, where that whole people were calling it mumble rap was out. Yeah, but you know what, though? I I respect it. I think that, like I said, in order for hip-hop to grow, we got to evolve in certain ways. You know what I mean? I I also look at hip-hop like it's so big, it has sub-genres within it. You know what I mean? Whether you want to call it mumble rap or whatever, traditional hip-hop. I try not to be a hip-hop elitist. You know what I mean? Um, I like to enjoy music for what it is because... We don't want to put ourselves in a box doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't. I mean, hip hop is a culture. You know what I mean? And whatever you know e- evolves from it, or you know whatever comes from it, it's, that's what it is. You know what I mean? So I respect it. I just was listening to Lil Baby new album. Yeah, thought it was crazy. You know what I mean? I love uh, Young Thug's new album. Mm-hmm. Um, I just listen to all you know all hip hop. You know yeah. what I mean? It all makes sense to me. I think for lyrics. Especially that you're in New York City, I take that very seriously. Who mm-hmm. represents the city? People say a, a boogie does, mm-hmm. but I look at artists who has the real New York sound, and I look at Dave East. Um, okay. Dave East, you know that's my guy. Yeah, I've, I, you know all he, I know you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so I kind of like, you know, um, was in the beginning. You know, what I mean, even till maybe like last year we did on God. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Um, me and Wayno, you know, just went in. I was just trying to give him the right records, like uh, Forbes list and stuff like that. Um, yeah. With Nas? With, no, not. I mean, not Forbes list. What's the uh, Tom Ticking? Yeah, that's with right. uh, Rowdy and um, and uh, Bobby and um, Jewels. You know what I mean? I just wanted to give him that, you know, that bounce. You know what I mean? But I, I, I like a boogie, and I like. Um, but I mean, for real, for real, 
if you if you really want to look at it, like I, I I think right now Pop Smoke was the one he had the sound of New York mm-hmm. at the time. You know what I'm saying? Now if you talk about traditional hip hop, yeah. I think uh, um, Dave East definitely he yeah. holding the flag for sure. Yeah. Like you know he come from the same. I mean I think we the same age. He come from the same era that I come yeah. from. So we listen to things a lot different, and we our um, idols growing up was. Dudes like Kiss and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Meth and Nas and yeah. Hove, you know what I mean? Seagull, stuff like that. But, I mean, I, I think that uh, Pop Smoke had the sound. And I think before that, Bobby Schmurter. Bobby Schmurter. The sound that we created, you know what I mean, was the sound. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, it still is. I mean, it's it's a lot it's a lot of different bounces, you know what I mean? But right now, I think the hottest sound is... um. Pop Smoke, yeah. what Pop Smoke is doing. Yeah, everyone's jumping you know I mean? on the drill sound. For yeah. sure. Yeah. But, as I mean, New York sound, I think, like, you know, Bobby Schmurter, Young and May, um, what we was able to do with, like, ooh, and, like, um, Hot hot Nigga, yeah. Hot Boy, uh, I think that that was, like, a different sound. And it was, like, it wasn't coming from no other region. You yeah. know what I mean? But, you know, Philly and New York or yeah. whatever. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think that's the new sound. For sure. Yeah. And I love what Bobby Schmurda did, especially for Hot Boy. How did you two link up? Yeah, well, um, he was a big fan. Him and Rowdy was a big fan of me and Meek. So he would go on, like, that piff and, like, download, like, all my um, instrumental uh, mixtapes and stuff like that. And um, they did Smoney Dance, and then they did Hot Boy. And uh, it got it went viral on the, um, Vine and the, and the Internet. Yeah. And then... Um, I never forget. I think Kevin Durant tweeted me like, "Yo, this joint crazy," and I was like last to find out. So I reached out to him on um, Instagram, and I was like, "Yo, um, you know, um, I want to help you, you know, get that that make that song legit." You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, right after that, Shot Money XL. I was trying to sign him, but Shot Money jumped the gun. I, I think Shot Money was hollering at him like, oh. like he had got at him like ASAP, and then um. Right after that, they pay. He paid for the record, both of the records, mm. and then um, the rest is history. Yeah, people you know love I mean? that track. It's a hit. It's a classic. Yeah, for sure. It is. Um, it was crazy because somebody sent me an article from Billboard, and it was uh one of the biggest songs or one of the best songs of the, the past decade. Yeah. So that was like that, that was trending on Twitter this morning too. That, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a song that's going to stay around for a long time. I you think know so. I mean? It's a New York record. It's a classic record for yeah. sure. I remember when that dropped. Just everyone, especially when I was in yeah. high school, was going crazy. You know what's so crazy about that? It um, it, it went in the top ten, then it went uh, number one, but it went in the top ten, hot two hundred, and it didn't even have a hook. It was just like a freestyle. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that was crazy because, like, you know, it's a street record. It's a street record. You know yeah. what I mean? And it ended up going like pop. So that was like real important for me because, like, you know, I'm a producer of integrity. You know what I mean? So. I represent the streets. Like, if you listen to, like, most of my hit records, they are street-driven records. You yeah. know what I mean? We just making music the way we want to. You yeah. know what I mean? So, And that's the goal. For sure. That's what defines your sound. What did you say? That's what, you, that's what defines your sound. Oh, yeah, for sure. Sound. For sure. I mean, I, I'm a uh, reflection in my environment. Yeah. Well, coming up. You know what I mean? So, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Or like the 90s would say, product of the environment. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. I know third base use that a lot in their songs. Yeah, word. <laughs> Definitely. So how about we get into that Bobby Schmurter track? Let's get it. Hot boy. Get into it here. Twelve ten PM WSJE Radio Mad Max on the Airways. Jello Beats. 
The classic. Yeah, I try to make a next motherfucking scene up there. WSJE Radio, Mad Max, 12, 13 p.m. with Jalil Beats. Yeah, yeah, I'm You here. just heard it, hot boy, Bobby Schmurda. Yes, sir. The classic, as you said. Classic. And everyone would agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> so when Bobby gets out, it's we could on. be looking forward to hearing your sound oh, and him sure. collab once again. Me, him, and Rowdy. As soon as he yeah. get out, it's on and popping, for sure. Yeah, let's, let's, excited. Let, let's bring some great... Sound into New York again for sure. Something different too. Yeah, you know what I mean. Something unexpected, unexpected that people aren't ready for. Wall, you know what I mean. I think. I mean, I feel like when that dropped, that was like a first of its kind, like that type of record that bounced. Oh yeah. I mean, with the choir and all, you know, it just was different. You know what I mean. I want to bring something different to the table again. Yeah, for sure. Of Definitely. course. Of course. And tell me, what's your view on the hip-hop scene in Pennsylvania and Philadelphia right now? 
Um, it's great, man. It's great. You got a lot of um, dope new talent. Uh, it's this girl named Rocky that's bo- bubbling out there. Uh, this kid named Sim Santana. Okay, he's bubbling yeah. too. Um, it's a lot of dudes. Zasosa. Um, who else? Uh, I mean, you got your usual uh, suspects. You got uh, PNB Rock. You got Uzi. Oh, yeah. You got Meek. You know what I mean? Um, it's a kid named Quilly yeah. that can spit. He's dope. Um, but Philly got a dope scene right now. Yeah. A lot of spitters, a lot of um, different type of music. You know what I mean? And I'm um, just blessed to work with all these guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who are some artists that you haven't worked with that you would love to work with? Out of Philly or just period? Period. Uh, Kanye West. Kanye. Yeah. Kanye for sure. Definitely. I know it's going I know we're going to cross paths soon, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But you know Kanye, for sure. Yeah. Any others? Uh, I know you've worked with pretty much some of the greats yeah. in the industry. Um, so there's very little. I want to work with NBA Youngboy. He, mm-hmm. He's another young boy yeah. that I want to do some stuff with. He's killing it. Mm-hmm. Um, we never cross paths, but as soon as we do, definitely going to yeah. get some stuff to him. But that's about it. I, didn't, I mean, I didn't pretty much work with. Um, everybody that I wanted to work with, uh, you know, right now I'm just, you know, just doing me on my own time and, uh, you know, I want to develop artists and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that'll be my next, uh, move. Developing. I like to take dudes and just like, you know, if you never heard them and, and try to break them, you know what I mean? That's how I came into the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Developing sounds for different artists. You know what I mean? Um, even like my boy Anderson Pop, you know what I mean? Um, you know, bubbling gave him some legs. You know what I mean? So, yeah, definitely. That's a great track as well. Yeah, it's one of my favorite tracks yeah. personally. Yeah, I like I like what he's doing. He's a genius, yeah. man, for sure. Yeah, I just did some new stuff with him too. Um, a couple months back, uh, we were at uh, Made in America in Philly, and uh, we ended up coming out here, coming out to New York, and um, working on some music. Yeah. We're looking forward to hearing some more of that. Yeah, for sure. He's on my project, too. I got an album coming soon. Uh, Got him on there. I got uh, Meek on on there. Gucci Mane. I got a whole bunch of people on there. Mm -hmm. If there was a 90s artist that you would want to put on your beats, who would it be? Biggie Smalls all day. Biggie Smalls? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. B I G. Could you hear him on any of the beats that you've put out? Yes, every one of them. Every one of them. Because he can rap on anything. Yeah. He, can, he can adapt any style and do it in his way. So I know we would have made some. I know for sure if he was alive, we would have definitely worked. Definitely. Yeah, I for think sure. so. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Is right. So I know you released a lots of beat tapes over yeah. the years, and it's just crazy. You just go on down the list of mm-hmm. all the tapes that you've released. Do you have a personal favorite? Um, I just dropped one. It's like 300 songs. <sighs> yeah, isn't that yeah, like the called unmastered my, one? Yeah, it's yeah. called... Uh, no, 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 that's 100. That's 100. Yeah, so I, l- I always look at it like this, like I'm going to die one day, you know what I'm saying? It, I'm just humble and blessed to be here today, you know what I mean? Yeah. We don't know what tomorrow holds, so why hold on to the music, you know what I mean? I look at my projects like every single song is a song, and it and it, and it matters, you know what I'm saying? You look at uh, Hot Boy, how that came about. That was off an of instrumental tape. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, I I I, I kind of like use these instrumental tapes as personal albums and things like that, and you know, like a collection. You feel me? So, when I'm dead and gone, and, and these kids um 
that, you know, came up off of this and taught it to their kids and their kids, you know what I mean? And hopefully I still be around or hopefully they can listen to that stuff and, um, you know, I got a whole bunch of it out there. So yeah. that that was my whole thing, you know what I mean? Just putting music out and not sitting on anything. Yeah, for sure. And I also wanted to get into the jacket you're wearing today. Yeah, this and is my surprised. boy E. Graham right here. He made this uh, maybe like two years ago, and in the back is crazy, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but, uh, you know, I listen to a lot of stuff. I got Kiss on here, I got ACDC. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I just, you know, you know, being a producer, you 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 listen to a, a whole bunch of stuff. You know, you sample a whole bunch of stuff. You know what I mean? So, you know, I listen to uh, a lot of stuff. You know, right now, have you ever heard of Tame Impala? You yeah, gotta check them yeah. out. They like he my just favorite. dropped something. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, something. It's crazy because like um, I thought it was a band, right? Yeah. And then I seen the video, and it's one guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Something. Yeah. Oh, I got that. Uh, I definitely listened to that album. Yeah. It's crazy. You know what I mean? It's not as crazy as Currents to me right now, uh-huh. but I, I, I'm i sure it'll grow on me. It's definitely a great album, though, but dude is a genius. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But I listen to just so many different things. You know what I mean? I listen to Synthwave. I'm a real retro 80s head, so yeah. it just take me back, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, in a nostalgic way. Yeah. Do you think but, rock and roll is dead? No. I think that... It's just uh I think it's it's uh I think hip hop is just on top right now because of the culture. I think we got the number one culture. And if you know, back then, you know, they had the number one culture mm-hmm. in a sense, you know what I mean? Because hip hop was fairly new. Yeah. We created that in the eighties, you know what I mean, maybe late seventies, and then, you know, we took it to the next level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hip-hop is universal. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you go anywhere, it's going to be hip-hop there, whether it's in the commercials or whatever. Yeah. Ads, hip-hop is everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and it's also... It's in, about to be American culture, not just black culture. It's American culture. Yeah. You feel know I me? Mean? And it's also taking over video games, as we've heard, I'm a boss in yeah. NBA 2K13, right? Yeah, and Bubbling was on the last year of Madden. Yeah. Yeah, so that was cool. Yeah. So how does that feel <laughs> that your production is on the soundtrack for the yeah. NBA 2K games? Uh, it's it's unreal, man, because, you know, I came up, I had the first 2K on Dreamcast, yeah. you know what I mean? So just growing up playing it and then having, you know, your music in these games, same thing with Madden. I remember playing Madden 97 on PlayStation, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, It's just, you know, surreal, man. It's, it's amazing, mm-hmm. you know. um. I don't know, man. Every day is a surprise, so, yeah. you know. God is good. God is great. Yes. For sure. He is. He is. Now, who are some of the teams that you root for? Because I cover sports on my show. Yeah, I'm a 49ers fan. Niners I'm a Sixers fan. fan. I'm a Sixers fan. I'm a Phillies uh, fan. I'm a Flyers fan. But uh, I grew up uh, in a Niners household. My mom was a Niners fan. Her brother was a Niners fan. And my my brothers was Niners fans. Mm-hmm. So, by default, I, I grew up watching them. So, you know. We, you know, we came up short. Oh, this year. Yeah, this yeah. year. But we'll be right back. Yeah. We, I, I, I got, uh, I got trust in uh, Shanahan and Jimmy G. Yeah. How do you feel about Jimmy G? He's great, man. I think that. Uh, I don't think it was his fault. I think that the. I think that the play calling could have been a little bit better because I, I know the game before that we beat um Green Bay, 
and we threw the ball seven times and we ran it down their throat. Yeah. Super Bowl, same thing. We they couldn't stop the run, but I don't know why he, they were trying to throw the ball. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand. You know what I mean? But you know, it is what it is. We'll be back for sure. Yeah. We'll at least we'll at least be back. Um, we're not losing a lot of players. You know, no. what I mean, we got all our key players on defense and offense. We got a young squad. We got my boy Kittle. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, he's Sanders, yeah. Debo Samuel. So. We got Jimmy G. He's growing, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm glad you guys yeah. took him from the Patriots because I'm a Jets right. fan. So if I had to deal with Jimmy G and the Patriots right after Tom Brady. <laughs> I know, right? It would have been That's a wrap. He, and he came right under Tom Brady. Yeah. But I think that he was a threat, so they had to get rid of him. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> if I had to deal with that for another 20 years, I don't know what I would do. I know, man. For sure. It's rough, but the Sixers are looking good. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, we're dealing with injuries right yeah. now. I don't know. I I felt like last year was our year to win it. Kawhi got that lucky shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is what it is. But now he's out there for the Clippers now. Yeah. Yeah. Kawhi's a he's a monster, man. Yeah. He's a humble giant. Think, just think of that about that one and done for the Raptors. Yeah. I mean, I, how could you be mad? He got you know, he came yeah. help contribute to a championship and you know. Yeah. That was that. Yeah. The fans <laughs> can't be mad either cuz he won nah. a ring and that was it. I mean, I, Toronto, you know, that's a big – I mean, winning a ring is a big thing. Yeah. I mean, look at what, uh, you know, the, you know, the Super Bowl for Philly – I mean, for the Eagles did for Philly, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The city is all the way back, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? The social life, Philly is really on the come up, you know what I mean? It's a lot of good restaurants and nightlife, you yeah. know what I mean? Because te- the teams are winning. So, you know, that kind of helped us out on the music scene as yeah. well, you yeah, know what I mean? it does. Because when, when, when me and Meek was coming up, the, the teams were trash, so it was like hard to like even like you know do shows in Philly or go to the clubs and stuff like that because it was like really dead. Man. But it's just a different type of uh, scene nowadays, you know what I mean? Where people are doing like you know sports bars and lounges and things like that. Man. But it's like a it's a popping scene downtown for sure mm-hmm. because the teams are winning. Yeah, and I, I definitely think that Philly has turned things around drastically. And I wish Allen Iverson got a ring. Just looking back on his yeah. career, he had such a great career. He's my favorite basketball player ever, mm-hmm. for sure. And uh, I think that, um, I mean, you know, sometimes it don't fly that way. You know what I mean? I, I honestly don't feel like, you know, rings uh, matter solidify yeah. you as a one of the best. You know what I mean? Because, like, you look at dudes like Carl Malone and Charles Barkley and John yeah. Stockton. Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing, and the list goes on. Whoever was, I mean, listen, even like dudes like Penny Hardaway had a oh, huge yeah. impact. You know what I mean? He still talked about to this day, he never won a ring. Yeah. And this dude's like, you know, I'm not even going to say no names, but this dude's that got seven rings yeah. that, you know, that, you know, played for championship teams that nobody talks about. You know what I mean? So it's all about the individual play, but I mean, only certain players can, you know, get lucky enough. To you know get there because like look at my man Melo, I think Me- Melo is the, if not the greatest scorer I've ever seen, you know what I mean yeah. one of the greatest scorers. But you know he he just wasn't put in a good situation to yeah. win a ring. You know what I mean the Knicks, yeah. Especially I'm a Knicks fan too. So how many amazing rappers or producers never win a Grammy? You know what I mean like yeah. Nas. Yeah, just think about that. Know, arguably yeah. the best. Yeah, you know you know what I mean. Illmatic. Right, so considered to be the greatest uh, hip hop album right. of all time, never won right. a Grammy. Sometimes it don't swing that way. Yeah. Sometimes uh, it might be management uh, in basketball. It's certain things that you know, yeah, 
or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know how I go. And we mentioned we talked about Allen Iverson. Have you ever heard his raps? Uh, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah. I'm from 40 I'm bars. from that area. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? I heard the whole album when he was Jews. You yeah. know what I mean? What'd you think of him as a rapper? I thought he was dope. You know what I mean? I think he had his own style, and I think that he could have really popped off. That was the crazy thing because he had he had the swag. Rappers wanted to be Allen Iverson. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and you know the women loved him, and you know he was AI. He was that guy. Mm-hmm. He was the biggest thing in the world. Yeah. Who do you think was the best rapper athlete? Uh, I got to work with quite a few. Um, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. Lou Will. Yeah. I think. I mean, you know, Shaq might be the goat because you know he got them plaques. Yeah, he does. You know, he has mean? a song with Biggie. And then he their their beef was was good for hip hop too. Yeah. You know what I mean with the diss tracks, Helm and Dame. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a lot of uh dope uh, uh rapper uh, you know basketball players. You know what I mean. Yeah. So, you know. I'm rocking with Dame right now. I ain't gonna Dame. lie. Oh yeah, his freestyle. I love are Lou Will though. Crazy. I'm on Lou Will last project too. I yeah. did a joint with him and Kiss. Lou Will, me and him go way back. Since like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he used to play for the Sixers and Bow Wow used to um I used to work with Bow Wow mm-hmm. when he was over at Young Money and uh I mean Cash Money and he used to always like, you know, have Lou Williams in the studio and stuff like that. We ended up just working because yeah. I respected his his bars. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we just spoke about the Grammy Awards too, and you won a Grammy. Yeah, last year. Yeah, what was that like for uh, Anderson Pack, uh, bubbling? And it was surre- it was surreal, man. It was surreal. Mm-hmm. It was surreal. And you know what's crazy? We were late going to the red carpet. And when I found out, we had went and took pictures, and I didn't even go in. I left. Oh man! I got man. drunk. <laughs> I had um I had my brothers out there and a few of my peoples. Yeah. We celebrated like crazy. Yeah. That was a crazy hangover, man. <laughs> it was. So tell me, your brother is also a huge producer as well. He's a legend, yeah. man. He's a young legend. Huge. Yeah, he did the intro for Meek Mill. Yeah. And you know what was crazy about that? The um the Eagles came out to that joint and won the Super Bowl, so Yeah. My mom was like really Geek, she was geeked about that, you mm. know what I mean? But uh, yeah, he's doing his thing too, man. Yeah. He got a lot, whole bunch of stuff coming too. I think he's working on Drake New Drink. Yeah. Yeah, so. Big things yeah, coming. He's fresh off of the Cardi B album, you know what I mean? Man. But uh, yeah, he's doing his thing too. <laughs> it's, and uh, you know, I'm proud of him because I taught him everything I know. So for him to do the things he do, like I feel like he's way more like gifted than me. Really? Yeah. You think so? Because I, he never had a chance to be whacked. So when he came in, he already had the formula. Yeah, he did stage scheming, right? Yeah, he did stage scheming. He did a lot of records. House Party. House Party's crazy. View. Oh, he did Hype on Views. Yeah. He's he's that boy. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me, Jalil, is there anything else you want to get out on the airwaves today? Upcoming tracks that we could expect in the near future? Yeah, I'm actually dropping a project soon, you know what Mm. I mean? So I got two projects. I got a joint to come out before my album. It got Davies on there. It got Days Loaf. It Dave's got Casanova on there, my guy. Uh, man, I, I guess it's a whole bunch of surprises. And then the album with Gratitude is coming soon through Rock Nation slash TIG. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's it, man. Yeah. Just working. You know what i love to see you do? Something with Griselda. You know what? It's crazy because I just connected with Benny the Butcher. Yeah? Yep, I just connected with him two weeks ago. So, Benny, I'm putting that pack together for you. Mm. You know what I mean? Somebody let that man know. Yeah, they got that yeah. real hip hop sound. Yeah, I got too, some gritty stuff, hip-hop. but I also got like 
some stuff like you know like some stuff Meek would jump yeah, on. Meek or whatever, yeah, I like that type of too. Yeah, I like that bounce for him. Yeah, with some like. Like some standing on Ferrari type stuff. Like yeah. he get off on that, you know what I mean? <laughs> Definitely. But I, I don't want I don't want to cater to his sound. I want to get him out of that box. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want him to jump on a Jalil beat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to come to his world. I want him to come to my world and we do something yeah. epic. You know what I mean? Because it sure. changes up his. They got a crazy wave right now. You yeah. know what I, mean? I respect it. They're going nuts in mm-hmm. Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Anything else, Jalil? Nah, man. I'm here, man. Thank you for having me. Oh no doubt. Uh, would love to come back up soon, so you know. Yeah, you're always welcome. Anytime you need any, you know, promo, anytime you're dropping a new record, you know, just let me know. And especially if it's clean, I'll get it played on here. He's our oh, music I'm, director. I'm, so. My man, my guy. Yeah, <laughs> he said he's been rocking since uh, the old Flamer two days man. and stuff like that. Yeah. So you know, uh, definitely gonna get the project to you ASAP because I need you to blast that off. Yeah, especially. I mean, the college kids love this stuff. Hey, man, I love it. I love it, man. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um, you know it's crazy. I was telling my fr- uh, my people's coming up here um, that uh, I always wanted to come out here because you know coming to America they, they was at a uh, St. John's game or oh, something yeah. like that. Yeah, <laughs> so I always wanted to come up here and just go to a game. Yeah, and, and they're coming like out that. with a com- coming to America too. It's amazing, man. Yeah. Eddie Murphy's the goat. He is. You know what I mean? So, I'm glad he's back. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you just got to jump out there and just get to work. I know um, the expectations is crazy, but sometimes you just want to work and just. Do what you love to do, you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. you just got to not care and just work, man. Just put music out yeah. or whatever you do, you know yeah. what I mean? How do, and I got to ask this last question here. We have currently three producers here in the station that have been inspired by you. How do you feel to have people all around the world, especially in this station, three people alone that are inspired by you and maybe producing because of you? How do I feel? Yeah. I think it's amazing, you know yeah. what I mean? Like... Uh, even going on YouTube and seeing like a video that I, of me making a beat and it got over a million views and things like that, it's like wow, people really pay attention to what I do or, or inspire, and you never know who you inspire um, by just doing you. You know what I mean? Uh, it's a wonderful feeling. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm gonna continue to uh, you know create beats and kind of spread that knowledge. Um, Quiet is kept. I might be doing a show uh, through Glasshouse Entertainment. Okay. They got like Amish Mafia and a whole bunch of like reality shows. But it's really um, about like finding the next producer and kind of like giving them the game. Because outside of that, I do real estate as well. So, okay. um, just you know, creating your brand and outside of that, doing things to leverage your brand and you know leverage your brand to do other things and to make money in this business. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's the next thing that's coming up soon, so for sure. Stay tuned. Yeah. That's all that's all you can say. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So how about you tell them where they can follow you on Instagram and Twitter? Yeah, you can follow me everything. Jalil Beats J A H L I L B A T B A T S. Holla at your boy. You already know. And thank you for stopping by on the show today. I appreciate oh, it again. Appreciate how about it. a round of applause? A round no of doubt. applause for you, man. <laughs> Big things coming here, a legend in the booth, and Thank he's going to be off to do great and better things, even though, as you can use as inspiration, Kobe, he did it all, won five rings. Rest in peace to Kobe, yeah, man. And that, it, that hurt me, man. Oh. Yeah. Because, like, you know, with Kobe, I don't you know, with Kobe, you knew that after his career was over, he was going to do a whole, a slew of, like, big things. Yeah. He was going to be a billionaire. Yeah. He was going to win more awards. He won an Oscar. That, he was going to do up. so much to kind of, like, you know, push basketball for you know, further. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And even helping out in the WNBA, you know what I mean? His influence and the things that he can bring, you yeah. know, with just his daughter being there, you know what I mean? He would want his daughter to be on the biggest stage, yeah. you feel what I'm saying? So Cole was one of a kind, you know what I mean? And, and it's so beautiful um, that, you know, his message is now being spread because definitely, he definitely was an insp- inspirational dude. Yeah. And his brand reflected that, and that's what his brand was built off. I don't even know if that was a conscious thing. But, you know, yeah, he's a legend, man. He is. And his daughter's a legend now, too. Yeah. How crazy is that? Rest in peace to both of them. And yeah. just as I said, five rings and an Oscar, bigger and better things for you. You already have a Grammy and so much mm-hmm. accomplishments, and much more will be coming your way for sure. For sure, for sure. For sure. God willing, man. Yes. You are right here. We're now tuning out on WSJU Radio, Mad Max. You know what it is. When you hear the classic track, you're going to hear it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Thank you to everyone tuning in. See you next week. M M G, nigga, chain all BS. I ain't with the BS. Catch me in the city, riding hard through the BS. Skinny nigga, but I do it large like a three X. The last nigga tried do me wrong, um, he checked. Right back to that money slinging O's in the PJ. I'll probably catch a mileage while the pilot stay the PJ. Cause we next and we flex like 90 PS. Working all night, no breaks or recess. Broom, broom. Yeah, I know my car sound like a T-Rex. Bitch, I'm 23 years old and I ain't riding in the Prius. Word. My cousin finished school, can't believe he graduated. Threw him $20,000, told his ass congratulations. Cause me? I wasn't made for that shit. But I could probably hire him and who I paid for that shit. And to all the hoes that was dissing, I pray to God that you see me. I'm on the yacht getting hella hot. Smoking good, that seaweed. Bad bitch and her cha-cha. Grabbing on her chi-chi's. Million dollar deals on my email. You mad as hell, you ain't CC. Shane all VS. Bitch, you know it's BS. Boy, I run my city. In the story, nigga, PS. All white made back. Green Bay, they pack. Y'all niggas was slacking. Remember them hard nights, me trapping. They say life's a game of chess. You can play checkers all in my jacket, cause it's dominating. and we bonds away on all y'all big rappers. I say, yeah, nigga, I murdered that. Pan American's turkey back. Niggas say they want beef. Well, where the fuck is my burger at? I got white with serving that. I been to jail, ain't going back. I oughta oop your bitch off that bad boy. She throw it back. I slammed on in that pussy. Play Griffin, yo ho. Nigga, made back with Rick and Ross. My chain rock like I know. Jigga, that's cause I do ho. Shout out to my new ho. That pussy pink like Nuvo. And I dog that. What they gon' say? Gon' say. I hit the pedal to that motherfucker break. Celebrate. Freaky bitches love the money I make. And to live like this, you motherfuckers gotta pay. So let that shit burn. Let that shit burn. 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 Let that shit burn. burn. Let that shit burn. burn. Gasoline. The roof on fire. Oh I'm only getting higher. I'm rats all in my pocket. All the bottles. I'ma let that shit burn. Bitch, I had one shot in they blood. Riding to the wheels fall off and they toy. I got green on top of green. Damn, it's looking like I grow up deep town. The hood behind me like a king cobra. Burn, bitch. I let it burn, bitch. My money's straighter than the motherfucking perm, bitch. No navigation. You can see that it's my turn. Shit. Shorty, give me all that brain. It still ain't never learned shit. Oh, that's your girl? Damn, nigga, you ain't learned shit. She naked in my studio. I'm on that Howard Stern shit. Yep, I swear that Mac 10 is my barbell. Finally famous the cartel. Hit your girl on my whip and I that pussy got the new car smell Same shit, different day I ain't broke no more, it's a different day Don't turn me down, I got shit to say My perp's strong like it's lifting weights It's shine down, super shine down I got a bad bitch with them pom-poms My rollie don't tick-tock Your shit sound like a time bomb Boom Little bitch Niggas won't talk 
what they gon' say. Gon' say. I hit the pedal to that motherfucker break. Celebrate. Freaky bitches love the money I make. And to live like this, you motherfuckers gotta pay. So.